Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue our series on the peace plan. This is day 18 as we continue to look at Jesus' antidote to extreme poverty, which was for the church to assist the poor. Today I want to look at Acts chapter 6, starting in verse 1 and reading through verse 7. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time teaching the Word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the Word. Everyone liked this idea, and they chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Philip, Proctorus, Nicantor, Timon, Perennius, and Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. These seven were presented to the apostles, who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. Okay, now in this section of scripture, I think we find some incredibly important um, facts about the early church. Now, think about it. The, the church was born in Acts chapter 2. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came into the upper room and the 120 disciples who were gathered there were filled with the Spirit, began speaking in tongues, and spilled out into the streets, and Peter got up and preached his very first message, and on that day, 3,000 people were saved and baptized. So the first church was a megachurch on day one. Now we're just a few chapters later in chapter 6, and we're seeing in the first verse that the church is still growing rapidly. It says it's rapidly multiplying. But as churches grow, things don't get easier. They get harder because more people means more problems. So as the church has grown, there's this new problem, and it's a big one because it involves race. What happens is this, but I want to, you to see something important. It says that the daily distribution of food that was happening to the widows had a problem. So it tells us right off the bat, the early church was already taking care of widows right from the very beginning, the poorest in society, those who didn't have a husband, who didn't have a system of income or of inheritance, the church was responsible for caring for them. But the problem was the Greek-speaking widows felt that they were being discriminated against because the Hebrew-speaking widows, the ones that would have lived in the city prior to the church being formed, where these outside 
widows who had come into the city during time of Passover, they felt like those Hebrew women were getting first choice. So it's a major crisis because these types of things have their way of dividing people, of creating division and distrust. And remember, the early church was known for its unity. So the leaders come up with a plan. They create a brand new ministry specifically for caring for these Greek-speaking widows, making sure that they're receiving the same type of care that the Hebrew-speaking widows were receiving. So they appoint a team with a lot of Greeks on it. And this team, these seven, are prayed for, hands are laid on them, they're commissioned and they're sent to continue the good work of helping the poor. What is the result of this? Well, verse 7 again. God's message continued to spread, and the numbers of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem. Now, I want you to hear this last part. And many of the Jewish priests were converted too. You see, what happened when the church really began to serve the poor, when they really got God's heart for caring for the poor, is that there was once again a rapid uh, increase in the number of people who were coming to Jesus. And that included... Jewish priests who primarily were serving in the synagogues and taking care of the needs of the poor. I think once they saw the church really become the hands and feet of Jesus, it won them over. The same way I believe there are many people in our community who are religious, they even may attend church, but have never made a commitment to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and really started a relationship with him. I believe that as we serve the poor, many people who desire to do good will see the good in us and will praise our Father who's in heaven. Let's pray. Father, today I pray that we would be a light in a dark world, that we would be willing to join together our talents, our resources, our energy, God, to serve the less fortunate, the poor, the needy in our community, Because, God, I believe you love and care for them. And your desire is that your church, your bride, your hands and your feet would minister to those in our community who so desperately need it. And in doing so, the name of Jesus will be proclaimed. Jesus will be lifted up and many will be drawn into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I pray, God, that you use us to do this work. In Jesus' name, amen.